time for our weekly wine chat from Haskell's. Here's Jack Farrell. Good morning. And this morning I thought I would talk about the ABC of wine. That is anything but Chardonnay. Having said that, however, Chardonnay is really probably the most popular white wine in the entire world. And there's no expression of Chardonnay better than what comes from Burgundy. I think it's absolutely fabulous. Burgundy is an area in France which is the home of Chardonnay, and in my opinion, they make phenomenal Chardonnay there. However, Chardonnay is popular all over the world, and there's good ones coming out of California, Oregon, New Zealand, Australia, and on and on and on. So this isn't to diss Chardonnay by any stretch of the imagination, because it is without question the most popular white wine in the entire world. But in the ABC, anything but Chardonnay, let's talk about some alternatives. One of the wines that is overlooked all the time, in my opinion, is Riesling. It's one of the great white wines of the world. Usually it's semi-dry. The Mosul and the Rhine make the best from Germany. Uh, the steep vineyards, particularly in the Mosul, make it very hard to grow. In some of those spots, they actually use mountain climbing equipment to take care of the vines because they're up so high and grow on such steep hills. But up and down the Rhine and the Mosul, you see these beautiful vineyards, and it, it's just incredible. The vineyards were introduced by the Romans 2,000 years ago, and medieval Germany spread wine culture tremendously with the different uh, religious orders and things like that. Schloss Wollreitz, Hottenheim, Schloss Johannesburg. These wines were very popular, and at the time, Riesling was the most popular wine in the entire world. As a matter of fact, they sold about 10 times the amount of Riesling at this time in the medieval time than they do today in Germany. And, of course, Alsatian, or I'm sorry, Riesling wines have such wonderful name. Everybody, of course, remembers Liebbrau milk, which literally translates virgin mother's milk. And in as much as that's virtually impossible, the idea was there was a church, uh, and the church, the vineyards was church was dedicated to Our Lady, and the vineyards near it produced some of the best wine, and the owner of the vineyard said, that's my Liebbrau milk, the milk of the virgin, and thus the name. Mosel Blumchen, the flower of the Mosel, popular wine. May wine, which was very popular years ago, and you'd have it the first of May, and usually have it with a strawberry in it. They still do it in Germany, but you don't really see it too much here. And of course, Germany is the northernmost wine-producing area in the entire world. And the Rhine River and the Mosul kind of act like heating and air conditioning units, if you will. In the summer, they cool the vineyards down, and in the winter, they heat the vineyards up. And so these vineyards, being 2,000 years old and making wonderful wine, it doesn't hurt that maybe we revisit uh, a Riesling for a change just to try it. There's no better wine to have with smoked meats like ham or smoked pork chop than a Riesling. Or, for example, smoked trout as an aperitif. And Tanish Riesling is one of the best ones, in my opinion. It's about $12 a bottle and is absolutely delicious and comes from the famed Dr. Tanish Vineyards, uh, which are, 
are legendary. The name is Dr. Tanish because some bishop in medieval times went there, was sick, and they fed him the wine and it cured him, and he called the wine his doctor, so it became Dr. Tanish. Another wine that we have to really mention, and it's so popular, it's the second most popular white wine in this country, and that's Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc's roots are in the Loire Valley, where, of course, its most famous wine is Sancerre's. I always tell people Sancerre is a Sauvignon Blanc with a college education. It is the most complex, in my opinion, of all the Sauvignon Blanc, and that's the home of Sauvignon Blanc, the Loire Valley. Also in Bordeaux, Sauvignon Blanc is very, very popular. It's blended, usually with Semillon, to produce wonderful white wines. And the origins of Sauvignon Blanc are lost in the mist of time. Some people claim uh, that it's part uh, from Cabernet Sauvignon. Others say, no, it's uh, Sauvage wine or wild. And there's some wonderful uh, Sauvignon Blancs from the Loire Valley. Puy Fumé, the white smoke, which is, of course, a, a description of the fog that comes over the vineyards in the Loire Valley. The white smoke is here, and that fog is low-lying. And early in the morning at the crack of dawn, if you're in a place like Puy Fumé, it is just breathtakingly beautiful. So anyhow, Sauvignon Blanc, while it's indigenous to France, some of that stuff is produced all over the world. South Africa, Chile, New Zealand. As a matter of fact, in New Zealand, over 85% of all the wine made is Sauvignon Blanc. Now, that really says something. And Sauvignon Blanc is so adaptable. Uh, as I said, New Zealand, South Africa, they produce a more vegetal-type Sauvignon Blanc. And our own states, in California, Sauvignon Blanc is a marvelous wine. Frog's Leap comes to mind for one that really stands out in my memory as an exceptional California Sauvignon Blanc. And then in New Zealand, we have one that's called Silver Beach, which is impossible to dislike. It's just a perfect wine with good acidity, and it absolutely cries for shellfish. Another white wine that we'd be very remiss not to mention is Pinot Grigio. Of course, the best Pinot Grigios come from Italy. The Venetio, Trentino, Lombardi, even Sicily produce some very, very good Pinot Grigio. And Pinot Grigio is a great wine to have as an aperitif. And it's a terrific wine if you're having a cocktail reception. If you can only have one wine, my first choice would be Pinot Grigio. It's uh, sort of an innocuous wine. Uh, it comes in all types of ver whatever your favorite is. Uh, various degrees of sweetness in, Sauvignon, in Pinot Grigio, and it really is terrific. It's fruity, dry, has a minerality to it that's very, very good, and there's it goes so nice with uh, anything fruity. So uh, Pinot Grigio is not to be overlooked. Then there's Pinot Gris, which is Pinot Grigio, but Pinot Gris primarily comes from Alsace or also the Pacific Northwest. Oregon and Washington produce some fabulous Pinot Gris. Uh, and then there's the other white wines of Italy, uh, Vermentino, Soave, Verdicchio, Asti. Uh, all are wonderful white wines that deserve a chance for you to try them. And then, of course, there's the sweet wine, Moscato. And you are all familiar with it if you've ever had any Asti Spumani. It's all Moscato. And Moscato, I might add, is the only grape type when you bite into it, 
It tastes exactly the same, the grape does, as the wine Moscato does. While we're talking about sweet wines, and Moscato is decidedly sweet, there's the great sweet wines of Sauternes in France. They are just fabulous, led by, of course, the famous Chateau Yaquem, which, in my humble opinion, is the most complex wine that's made in the entire world. Chateau Yaquem is just hard to beat. It really is fabulous. And then, of course, when we're talking about sweet wines like that, Tokai Essentia from Hungary. This was the Viagra of the Middle Ages, and there wasn't a monarch in Europe that didn't have a bottle of Tokai Essentia on his night table as he felt it would help him through the night with his royal duty. And then, of course, there's French Columbard. Uh, wines from Picpoul in the Languedoc are just marvelous. And if you get to Austria, you have to try the Gultner Veltner. It goes with asparagus and Brussels sprouts, which most wines really fight with. And uh, asparagus is very hard to pair a wine with. Try Gultner Veltner. It goes beautifully. And then, of course, one of my favorites from Portugal, Vino Verde, literally translates green wine. And it is a wonderful wine. It was my first love when I used to sail as a youngster out on Lake Minnetonka. We'd always bring along Vino Verde and drink it. It's kind of unfermented, and the heat of your tongue causes a fermentation, so you feel a little spritz on your tongue when you drink Vino Verde. It's that fresh. And, of course, Chenin Blanc. My favorite wine to have at Thanksgiving is Vouvray, which is 100% Sauvignon Blanc, or Chenin Blanc. And then uh, Chenin Blancs from South Africa, as well as the Loire Valley, are getting a big following these days. And the reason is it's very, very good. Another popular wine with me is Viognier. Uh, Viognier comes from the Rhone Valley. And those uh, white Chateauneuf de Pops and white Cote de Rhone usually have quite a little bit of Viognier in them. And it has wonderful character unto itself. There's one uh, that we have called La Forge Viognier, I think is one of the greatest expressions of this particular wine that's available. Uh, and the Roussan and Marseille are also not to be overlooked. Uh, Gewürztraminer, now there's a great wine to have with any kind of Asian cuisine. It's spicy, forward. One of the most distinctive aromas of any wine in the world is Gewürztraminer. It's just terrific. As I said, try it with Thai food. You won't be disappointed. Then there's Alberino from Spain and Torrentes from Argentina. The list goes on and on. I think you'll find that ABC, anything but Chardonnay, gives you a lot of opportunities. And again, as I started this whole thing out, don't overlook uh, Chardonnay itself. It's just a very, very good wine. And you know, well, and Jack, yes. Well, and Jack, I was going to say, uh, the great folks at Haskell's will help folks find a great bottle of wine. Indeed. The folks at Haskell's, we're featuring right now six for 60, Ted Farrell selection of six wines, a rosé from the Central Coast, creamery from California. It's a Chardonnay, this delicious, a white Cote de Rhone that we just talked about, be great, a Bordeaux blend, a uh, Cabernet from Chile, and Corbiere from the... Uh, Central Valley in the vast midi of France. It's six for 60 bucks, and it's a great thing. And, you know, Haskell's been around a long time, 86 years. We've been through depressions, wars, and we've got through it all, and all through it we delivered to our customers. We'll get through this together, too, and don't forget, Haskell's does deliver. 
And wonderful locations all around the Twin Cities area. Uh, there is certain to be one near you, Jack. Indeed, where you can save big dollars on wine. And we are open on Sunday from 11 to 6. All right. Have an outstanding day, Jack. Always you a too. pleasure. Look Thank forward you. to talk to you next week. There he is, Jack Farrell, in our weekly wine chat. And we always learn so much on our weekly wine chat uh, with Jack Farrell from Haskell's.